from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio, this is Injury Insider with Derek Hayes. Injured in Georgia? Make the right call to the law office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. Injury Insider is presented by Status Home Design, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs. Hello and welcome to Injury Insider with Derek Hayes on Business Radio X. We are broadcasting live from the Subaru of Gwinnett Studio in the Sinesta Gwinnett Place Atlanta Hotel. This show will answer legal questions and debunk personal injury myths with insight and humor. For nearly 25 years, Derek has represented injured parties in Georgia. Now he'd like to put that knowledge to work for you. I'm your host, Lita Brooks, and it's my pleasure to introduce the star of our show, Derek Hayes. Good afternoon, Derek. Good afternoon, Lita. And when you said that part about humor in the opening, I feel like pressure there. We've got to be humorous every now and then. We've got to figure that out. <laughs> Somehow, okay. some way. I think between us, you're the funny one. So well, you're going to have to step it up a notch here. But before we begin and we get to our funny humor, a quick reminder that Injury Insider is brought to you by Status Home Design, your one-stop shop for all your home and gift needs, and by the law office of Derek M. Hayes. Injured in Georgia, make the right call to the law office of Derek M. Hayes at 404-777-HURT. <laughs> There's your humor. There you go. All right. At the end of our last Injury Insider podcast, you mentioned that you wanted to discuss how insurance companies can turn a natural disaster, like Hurricane Katrina, for example, into a major profit windfall. So we have a fantastic show. We're going to jump right into that topic. And I also want to throw the teaser that we have a fantastic guest here in studio with us today. And after we talk about this is absolutely fascinating and what you're about to talk about. I found a lot of education just in going through this with you. And then we're going to get to our guest. Absolutely. Look forward to the guest as well. She's wonderful. But Hurricane Katrina, this all came from a question that I got right before the last podcast. I got it probably an hour or so before, and it was too late to, to involve it or to, to use that in that one. But I did want to make sure we address it in the podcast today. Hurricane Katrina was back on August 29 of 2005. If uh, people may not remember the date, I'm sure they do remember the hurricane. I'm personally from the Panhandle area of Florida and lived in South Alabama. So that's an area that uh, is near and dear to my heart and kind of hit home for me with uh, the, the devastation that was caused by Hurricane Katrina. In fact, uh, almost 1,600 people were killed. It caused complete destruction of all the Gulf Coast areas, really from Florida all the way through Louisiana. We know what it did to New Orleans. Uh, there was homelessness, joblessness and a complete loss of hope, really, for many people in those areas. The final amount of damages, uh, monetary damages, were estimated to be around $135 billion. That's with a B, $135 billion, but yet the insurance company showed a profit, a record profit of $40 billion for that same year, 2005, which also was one of the most disastrous years we've ever had on record. And that increased their total surplus value of insurance, of the insurance industry, to around $427 billion. Wow. Yeah, that's, again, fascinating because those numbers, that's crazy that somewhere here in the United States would face that kind of destruction, and yet they're surplusing and coming back with those numbers. So tell us, how were they able to make that amount in profits when they had billions in claims that were submitted? Easy and deceptive. That's a good way to put it. Uh, in, in the sense that as awful as it sounds, insurance companies denied countless claims of homeowners based on a simple exemption in their homeowner's policy. 
You see, homeowners policies will take care of wind damage and storm damage, but homeowners insurance policies do not pay for flood damage. So to qualify the damage as flood damage as opposed to wind or storm damage, it helped them avoid paying out those claims. So you can only really purchase flood insurance through FEMA. Uh, there are certain plans now that are available really kind of as a result of Katrina. But at the time, FEMA was the way to purchase flood insurance. And so when people purchased homeowners insurance coverage, there's an assumption that whether it be flood, fire, wind, storm, tornado, hurricane, your home will be repaired, replaced, or, or you'll have a claim based on what's happened. Uh, but yes, they, they classified or qua qualified all of the damage, or the majority of the damage, as flood as opposed to wind or storm, and very easily and very deceptively were able to avoid paying out countless dollars, billions of dollars in claims. Wow. Why is this not reported? I would think this would be the top story on the news. Why have we not heard any, why do I not know more about this? Well, there's a little bit of an assumption in my answer, but I think it's an educated guess. If you think about major networks, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox, all the affiliates uh, that, that run nationwide commercials, not nationwide the insurance company, but national commercials, let's go with that. State Farm, Allstate, Liberty Mutual, Progressive, Geico, everyone knows their jingle, everyone knows their gimmick, everyone's seen their commercials, we're inundated with those. And if uh, a news program, for example, Dateline, Primetime, 48 Hours, any of those that are news programs that run exposés, stories that expose certain underbellies of industries, if they were going to run a story about the insurance industry that was going to be a negative to them, well, I could foresee a phone call to an executive at NBC, for example. I heard you, you've got a story ready to run, and I know what it's going to say about State Farm. And with that being said, we're looking at our advertising budget and the amount of money we spend on ads on your network, and we're reconsidering our purchase for the next six months, next two years, next five years. So we understand you've got the story, but we're also going to reevaluate the money we're going to spend with your network. So it could have been hushed. Could have been money. I mean, money, mm -hmm. unfortunately, can do a lot of things. Hushed because of money. Well, yes, exactly. And therefore, the real story that came from Katrina in many ways was uh, hidden from the media or the media knew about it and hid it from uh, that national reporting that that unfortunately could have exposed what was going on. But Katrina was a hurricane, not a flood. There were several areas that were flooded, but wasn't that all caused by the wind and the storm? Yes, and, and I'm not a meteorologist, I'm not a storm expert, but there were lawsuits that came from all of this. Um, and, and the interesting part, kind of on a side note, the insurance industry almost immediately started playing the um, uh, the game of, of trying to label this as flood. In fact, they, they called it almost immediately the Great New Orleans Flood. And I'm putting that in quotes, the Great New Orleans, New Orleans Flood. Um, a company called Risk Management Solutions issued a press release on September 2nd. Now remember, the hurricane was on August 29th. So by September 2nd, there's already a press release from the company, again, Risk Management uh, Solutions, and they said that the uh, experts expect that the econo economic loss is to, uh, to be in the excess of $100 billion from Hurricane Katrina and the Great New Orleans Flood. A leading meteorologist testified eventually that uh, um, against Nationwide specifically in a lawsuit that hurricane force winds battered the coast for hours before water made its way to homes. And the majority of homes were already destroyed by the time any flooding began when the levees broke and as the flood poured, pour, the waters poured into New Orleans. The subheading of that article was 
initial hurricane storm surge leads to second flooding catastrophic or uh, catastrophe Hmm. when levees are breached in new orleans so again the 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 game was being played to label this purely as flood for the purpose of denying the wind and storm damage claims wow it it just seems so unfortunate to all those people who lost their home truly to the wind and the storm and here come the floodwaters completely secondary and they weren't able to fix their homes or recoup any of that money sure even survivors testified in that trial against nationwide uh that when they were in their home they only had a few feet of water just seeping in basically at that point when their roof was blown off the walls were blown down trees were blown into their home uh cars were turned upside down so the vast majority of the devastation occurred long before the hurricane even you know the, the levee was breached with the flood water with the storm surge sure but you're saying nationwide it wasn't just limited to nationwide correct? no it, it was it, all the insurance companies yeah there were there were roughly seven or eight insurance companies that were included in this i named most of them all state state farm liberty mutual progressive uh the big boys so to speak they were all guilty of the same kind of thing um another issue that they did or another thing they did is they had hurricane disaster relief teams that would go into these hard-hit areas and they would play your best friend. I'm with your insurance company. I'm here to take care of your homeowner's claim. We know, obviously, at this point, you're living in a tent, potentially in your front yard. Uh, we want to give you some money to help you buy food, get a, a, a hotel room, some clothing, even to uh, um, you know, just have a little bit of money in pocket to, to start taking care of those, those initial expenses. So they would have people accept a check and hand them a release form without the ability of, an attorney reading the release or someone to advise them and buried in the language, which many times people don't read, or if you do read, may not understand. It was a, a, a an acknowledgement that you were saying the majority of your damage was caused by flood and not by the hurricane. So later on, when it came time to evaluate or adjust the remaining part of your claim, they would point out, well, you received a check already and you've already acknowledged that your the vast majority of your damage was caused by flood. So therefore we're denying the majority of your claim or they would reduce the amount they would pay by as much as 50 percent wow so this is really how they continue to push the flood argument you oh know, absolutely I, it's very heartbreaking especially for all those people i think everybody remembers over every hurricane that we've had here in the united states i think hurricane katrina would be the one everyone remembers going through that and just really the devastation that it caused yeah it became profits over people right and then they very happily and are, are very willing to accept your premiums every month or every two months, three months when you send that check in. But yet when it comes time for them to do exactly what you expect them to do, they're, they're not doing it. Nationwide, in fact, um, in their in their policy, they had a hurricane deductible. Um, they, so they, they pushed real hard on, on this is going to take care of you in case of a hurricane. This is going to take care of you in case of major damage done to your home. But yet when it came time to actually pay those claims, they did everything they could to escape having to pay and therefore the profits went up so did anything happen to the insurance companies for denying these claims yes several states filed suit Uh, the attorneys general in those states did go after the insurance companies Uh, specifically in mississippi jim hood who was the attorney general at the time uh, he filed suit against five different insurance companies state farm allstate usaa nationwide and mississippi farm bureau Um, The suit alleged that the adjusters were trying to trick Katrina and victims out of millions in legitimate claims, kind of like we talked about by signing off on release documents um, before they would give them a check. Uh, The homeowners weren't given a chance to speak to an attorney or get advice on what they should or should not be signing. 
um, in this admission um, to the insurance company that, that it was caused by flood damage was the basis eventually for the insurance company to deny the claim, as I said. Wow. All right. So do you have any specific examples of a family and, and going through this and what the insurance company did? Yes, I do. State Farm, and, and I just looked at one of countless examples. There, there are many, many out there that you can look up and read. But State Farm denied the claim of the Wynn family in Mississippi. Um, in fact, their story was featured on CNN at the time. Um, they were insured by State Farm. State Farm denied the claim based on the argument, like we said, that the damage was caused by flood and not by storm or by hurricane. And so the family wound up having to file suit to try and get their homeowner's insurance claim paid. Well, a neighbor testified that they watched the wind's house get blown away before the floods even came into that area. So they had an eyewitness who rode out the storm at home, not the wind family, but someone, a neighbor, mm -hmm. who literally witnessed their home being destroyed by wind and by tornadoes, I assume, or, or the damage that would come from a hurricane before the flood water even made it there. So an eyewitness testimony. Uh, the family had two different engineering experts that testified uh, showing that the damage was caused purely by wind after going out and looking at the what was left of the home and what was left from the devastation. But State Farm had their own hard gun. They found an expert who was willing, I'm sure based on the paycheck, to testify that no, 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 this was all flood damage. This was not caused by the hurricane. This was not caused by the wind. And basically rebutting what the eyewitness, the person who saw it happen, had testified to. And uh, thankfully, ultimately, State Farm did wind up having to pay that claim. All right. That was my next question is tell me how this yeah, they, out they for lost, the Wynn family. And, and, and should have. They, they truly should have been forced to pay that claim. And, and thankfully, they were. Um, it is the kind of, again, story that you don't hear on national networks uh, for whatever reason. It's not the, the kind of thing that was very well publicized then or even now. So to go back to the whole theme of this insurance companies are able to turn a major profit by by again denying claims and doing deceptive things and i will use that word to avoid having to pay what they should pay but yet they're so happy to collect your premiums and they'll tell you that they're on your side they're mm -hmm. your your good neighbor they're, they're all those <laughs> the slogans, slogans. And, and as i say those yeah side. everybody knows the insurance uh -huh. company based on those slogans and um you know it, it's amazing though that uh, again, something as simple as a hurricane devastation with wind and storms, but yet a way of, of just wiggling out of having to pay a legitimate claim. It really is amazing. And I led in this by saying I have learned so much uh, just in having this conversation with you uh, from the question coming in. And so let's talk about if someone else has a question, how do they submit their questions to you because this th their questions make fantastic topics yeah and and that, that was a great question and that's why i wanted to make sure i addressed it in this show so if you do have a question if you go to my website it's derek d-e-r-e-k the letter m as in matthew hayes h-a-y-s so derek m hayes.com you'll see at the top of my uh, website a a uh, tab for a podcast you click on that and there's a an area there where you can submit your question directly to me and then I'll address it on the next podcast or as soon as I can to make sure we respond to all of those. In fact, I've had a lot of questions that have come in and many of them interestingly are duplicate questions, but I'll get to all those as, as best we can. Uh, you can also look at my Facebook page, the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes, Instagram, the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes, or you can call me. My office number is 404-777-HURT or 678 225 
888-888-0970. I'm always happy to talk to anyone to discuss your potential claim and, and uh, doesn't cost you anything. The initial consultation is always free. So you can reach out to me on any um, kind of claim that where you have a question and I'll be happy to discuss, discuss that with you. One last point I want to make about the um, profits with a hurricane. Um, you know, it's interesting too, that as soon as that was over and done with after the dust had settled, so to speak, insurance companies raised the rates across the board for any and every kind of insurance you can imagine homeowners insurance, car insurance, life insurance, any kind of health insurance, uh, you name it, they raised rates and they cited the losses from Hurricane Katrina really as being the justification for increasing the rates. So that's another way that profits increased dramatically is the fact that they, number one, avoided paying legitimate claims, continued to collect premiums, and the denied, they increased the, the premium cost and justified it by a natural disaster where they didn't do what they should have done according to their contract, or at least what you would expect your insurance company to do to take care of you. And we have to have them. Oh, we absolutely. need them, yeah. and you have the kind of false uh, security that when something happens that they're going to be there for you. Yeah, and then to turn around and potentially, if we want to use the word, be victimized by uh, deceptive practices or, or things that, that are done to intentionally avoid paying a legitimate claim. Well, if anyone listening has any further questions, questions on this specific topic um, if we've said something uh, in this podcast that really sparks oh I, I want to know more uh, you just gave all the information on how to reach you so please 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 submit we can go back and you know get even more further into detail so but we have again like I uh, led into we have a fantastic guest here today Miss Nisa Green hey, welcome to hey. the studio I am so happy to be here with you guys well thank you thank you and this is really interesting because we three know each other, but very different. All different. All, all different, different. That's right. I met you completely separate from Derek. Didn't even know that the two of you knew, knew each, each other. other. We've known each other for years. Yeah. Way longer mm -hmm. than any of us have even known each other. So you are a fantastic guest. And again, thank you for coming here. So this Our is Our first guest ever. Let's oh, yeah. Yes. This the first honor. guest. I am on so honored. This is so cool. <laughs> All right, so there are two reasons why you make the perfect first guest on Injury Insider. What? All what? right, I'm going to tell everybody why. You are a former client of Derek's. Absolutely. Yes, yeah, so he represented you he in did. what? A car wreck claim. Oh, yeah, it I was believe. a good one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, so I wanted you to jump in give you push the mic to you and I want you to talk about your personal injury experience and how that process really worked for you okay well I am a makeup artist by trade so that is how I had met Derek I actually had to do his makeup for That's something right. ages and ages ago let's make it clear it, it, it was for <laughs> because it was Friday night <laughs> <laughs> Just, just so we're clear, professional photography. That's right. It was for uh, professional reasons. TV appearance. It was could have it? been yeah. any number of things. I think it right. was yeah. the news. It was real yeah. stuff. Real, yeah. real yeah. lawyer and stuff uh -huh. he was doing. Okay. I so. just don't <laughs> randomly call and have my makeup done on occasion. That's true. But how lucky was it for me because a couple of months after having him as a client, I was hit by someone. And he was one of the first calls that I made. That's great. Yeah, yeah. it really was. Well, all right. So go back to the whole experience. So you get in a car wreck and at, in a car you, you knew right away that you needed to an attorney? Oh, yeah. I yeah. mean, just from having hung around him. Okay. Like that, those are things you learn hanging around Derek Hayes. But yeah, I knew that I needed to call. And because um, I was hit by someone, I just knew the whole situation was not good for me and that okay. I needed representation. Okay. And so um, my first call was to Derek and I was hit probably at about 745 
at night, mm -hmm. I got somebody from their office to call me back. I mean, the very next morning, first thing, my first, my, the first phone call I got the following morning was from their office. Were you injured? Yeah, I was. Okay, so I was. you sought treatment? Oh, yeah. Had property damage? Yeah, my car, I think my car, I think we might have totaled my car out. I think it did. Okay. Um, so, you know, we're connecting the dots here, yeah. and you went through all this with Derek being your attorney. But having no clue how all this goes. I think everybody sits at home, sits at home, you see the TV commercials, if you get injured, call an attorney. You don't really know how all that comes together or why you really need it. So I was just really lucky and having had met Derek already and knew that I was going to be with someone that would walk me through every step of it. So everyone sitting at home, not really knowing the process, would you recommend that they call an attorney if they're in the same situation absolutely not even just in the same situation even if you don't think you're hurt even mm -hmm. if you don't know if you're really hurt you definitely need to call an attorney that's a really good point it, it made a it made a huge difference for me um even down to the doctors that they referred me to like everything just got better and i felt so much better about the situation knowing that a I was going to get back the money that I was losing from work because I could not work. I'm an independent contractor. Mm -hmm. So when I do not work, that is called unemployment. And so I knew that I would be taken care of. And I was. Would you recommend Derek and his firm again? Duh. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Cutest thing never come out of Auburn University. You whoa, 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 whoa. No, 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 no. Did you just say Auburn? Come on. You know, yeah, no. we, we do this every single time. I'm because sure. for some reason, I don't know how this brilliance came out of the wrong university, yeah. but War Eagle. Now, I've been looking for an opportunity to say Roll Tide at some point. Gosh. So there we that. go. There we go. There's but the yeah. Roll Tide. But I think it's funny. You, those who are listening and cannot see, Derek's about beat red right now. Now yeah, he's, well. he's blushing and, and you it's, know this it's crimson for no oh, oh my yeah. gosh did he really find a way to tie that in he did okay he did all right nisa you are extremely talented you are a business lady with quite a reputation for success and hard work i'm going to turn you. it over to you i want you to talk to us about the green room agency oh gosh my baby the green room agency is an agency that i started um back in the late 90s when i first moved to atlanta and i started the agency because my makeup career was kind of taken off and i felt like i needed representation okay. and i couldn't find an agent so i became my agent I became my own agent, and that's how my agency started. And from there, I just, you know, eventually connected with other makeup artists, hairstylists, manicurists, wardrobe stylists that needed representation. But really, my agency literally was just started out of me needing an agent and not being able to get one in Atlanta. So tell me what it means if, if you know, I'm going, I need an appearance, and that is how you and I met. Yes, right? that, that is. That, on the I flip was side sitting, of things. Yes, that's you right. pulled me into your chair, <laughs> and you were working on my hair and makeup for an appearance that I was doing yeah. for the Best Self magazine. Yep, that's right. Um, so what I remember about that day, uh, of course, I worked with you specifically, but there was a whole team of hair and makeup. Do those, all, everyone that was there, do they work for the Green Room Agency? Everyone that was there that day, yes, works for my agency, and everybody that works for my agency is trained by me. Um, they go through a really, really extensive training program. They're trained by me. And, yeah, we all work together as well as we all do our individual clients as well. Okay. So if someone needs a makeup artist for an appearance, uh, gotcha. I know you do weddings. Yep. We just contact the agency That's and it. you send the right person send the for the job. the best person for that job. Okay. Absolutely. I'm going to jump in here for a minute. I know that you're <laughs> among the who's who of Atlanta. I would consider you to be very oh, well connected. Thank you. So with I that try. in mind, and we've had conversations about this before, tell us about some of your clientele. 
Oh, wow. So, um, well, one of my first big gigs, I started doing hair and makeup at CNN. So I was a hair, hairstylist and trainer there for over 10 years. I've worked at just about every local station here in Atlanta. Um, I was the key makeup artist for WXIA, 11 Alive, for over 12 years. I've done um, Fox 5 for eight years. I've done some stuff over at CBS. So I hop around a lot. And then right before Corona, um, I was traveling on the road with a one of my favorite, favorite clients, Cheryl Underwood who is a comedian and co-host on The Talk. And so that kept me on the road probably about four days a week. But um, yeah, so we do it all. Anything involving image, we cover it at the Green Room Agency, whether it's closet organization, personal shopping, hair and makeup for weddings, special occasions, hair and makeup just because you want to look cute because you're going to Kroger, whatever, we do it. I love what you've grown your business into. And I love your story. Yeah. It started with you. And now you have this huge, it's a true agency. It is. It is. And again, lucky for me, in times like this, I have people like Derek in my back pocket because um, everything's quote unquote open up right now. But it's a little different in my world. And there's a lot of hesitation. There's a lot of fear, um, not just because of the virus, but the way I look at it is if someone comes to me for service or one of my salon owners of one of my other artists that does nails and goes to them and a month later goes oh, I got corona girl I got it from you can we get sued because if so I will continue to not work well I'm gonna jump in and answer the, the question I appreciate that and that's a, actually a question I've had already at my office I've had more than one phone call about coronavirus and, and the exposure, liability exposure right. for businesses. Well, here, here's and really the every answer. business owner has to think I, that. It's right? come I mean, to sure. me. Yes. Right. I mean, like, we all think that. Well, here's really the only answer I can give you in the moment because, again, there, there are always going to be things that will change in mm -hmm. the law. But right now, the, the, the reality is they have to be able to prove conclusively that they contracted Corona directly from you or someone working for you. Right. And the difficulty in that is this is, um, you know, we hear all kinds of reports about the airborne nature of the virus. It's everywhere. We face mask wherever we go. So someone who encounters you at your business has likely also been to a gas station, That's a grocery right. store. They've uh, touched the keypad of a, a gas pump. They've um, done any number of things outside, even meeting the neighbor or, you know, picking the mail out of the mailbox, touching the same handle the mailman right. did. So there are countless ways they could have truly uh, contracted the disease, the, the virus, but to be able to pinpoint specifically that it came from you, mm -hmm. it would be virtually impossible from what I understand about the virus. I don't think an expert would ever testify with 100% certainty. Right. I got that or my the, the person got that from Nisa or someone working right. in her agency. So that part of the fear about us going back to work, that part we can pretty much eliminate. Yeah, we and can, you can take the measures necessary to protect them, whether it's the hand sanitizers, absolutely. the mask, the gloves, all those things that are, again, intended to uh, prevent someone from getting it. But the reality is, and we've talked about this in other shows, 80% of the people that have coronavirus never even know they've got it True. because they never have a symptom. Right. So, again, they could encounter their own family member at home mm -hmm. or any any number of people that could have given them the virus, but to be able to say specifically it came from you or someone working with your agency would be very difficult, if not impossible. Good to know. So I know even before Corona hit, yes. you were really at the forefront of teaching guidelines yes. and in your industry <laughs> mm -hmm. how to protect yourself. Absolutely. And then Corona hit. So yes. this is even more relevant than ever. This is so ironic because, again, when I was doing your makeup, we were talking about this, and this is something that's dear to my heart because 
because you're right. Even before Corona, I pride myself and anybody that is trained by me on learning and practicing best practices when it comes to sanitation and sterilization. And so while some things may change a little bit for me and my crew, that's how we've been working. Like we've been using ultraviolet light to dry our brushes and, and disinfect them and sanitize them for years. The use of hand sanitizer. I mean, we, for what maybe at least the last 12 years have been using a hand sanitizer that we love, not sold in stores, but easy to order, but we love it because it's made with all natural ingredients. And if you're washing your hands as much as you really should be around your clients, whether you do hair or makeup, regular Purell will just destroy your hands. So we have a great hand, san hand, hand sanitizer, so there's no reason not to use it. But these are things that, again, for me and my company, we've been practicing this stuff since the beginning since we started doing makeup. And so for all your listeners out there that are going to be getting these services, whether it's for a wedding or an event, you have to. Well, Derek just made it easy because you can just call me. But you have got to know that you can trust and believe in who's touching your face and hair and nails. And so for us, that's just something that we've always done. And those, those are basic sanitation and sterilization rules. We've always done that. So this is not, while the jolt to our industry is, is astonishing, it's not a surprise and it's not something that's going to make us flip the way we've been operating because that's how we've been operating already. Sanitized kits, um, everything broken down. We don't use makeup out of containers. And if you see people doing that, that's wrong. So what you just said you know your industry um what changes are you expecting moving forward you know how how are things you're in phase one yeah right so you and your agency and all the people really that are mm -hmm. under you have been allowed to open back up um speak to that how has the last week week and a half been going well i did a i did a client yesterday um i did i did it at the salon but outside mm -hmm. Um, and we were, so everybody else that was there, we were social distancing, so it was just me and the client. And um, again, it's just the, the basic measures that you have to take to protect yourself. Um, face shields, mask, um, and a lot of people say, are you gonna start doing makeup with gloves? No, because washing your hands is always gonna be way more effective mm -hmm. than wearing gloves. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be cumbersome and not being able to work with your brush. But we're already big hand washers. So, again, that doesn't change much in our field. Okay. But um, we're not going to be able to take as many clients. What would we do? The last time you and I were together, we were in a room with so many other people mm -hmm. getting done. We won't have events like that. Those events may happen, but it will be two people in the room versus six people in the room getting done. And so it's small adjustments like that. But, listen, it's for the good of us all. It's for the good of us all, right? And so it's not anything major. And again, for me, I am both lucky and blessed that this is something that we've been practicing already. So for me and my crew, small changes, but nothing major is going to happen because we've already been practicing that stuff. Well, that's fantastic. It's wonderful to have you here today. I want to say this on a personal note, as a friend, and I consider you to be a friend. It's, yes. it's terrific for you to appear. And the nice things you said about me, I really appreciate that as well. Listen. Um, and as always, I'm thrilled to, to hear how wonderful your business is doing and that you do the wonderful work you do. I appreciate you. And again, for you to be doing this and keeping people informed, even what you were saying at the beginning of the podcast, that really got to me because I'm from Louisiana. So I did well with that, that being said, that's where I was born. Wow. Yeah. Did you know about any of that? I did not know how the insurance companies did. I knew it was bad because yeah. I know so many people that were not able to rebuild mm -hmm. because they couldn't get insurance money. I did not understand the hustle 
that caused them yep. not to be able to rebuild. That's so sad and disheartening. And I didn't know that you were originally from Louisiana, yes. but that worked out well you that go. you were able to hear. But hear you're that giving part. out such good information, and that's that's why I love it. And I'm so honored to be the first guest. Like yeah. this is so <laughs> major for me. I, I feel like I need a crown or a sash I or love something. It. To get to no, you. this is so cool. I appreciate that, and the peace of mind that we can have in our industry, knowing that no matter what happens, we can't get sued because this thing is everywhere, and there's. It's just not going to be possible. So being able to eliminate that part of the fear mm. of going back to work. <sighs> did you hear that? Yeah. yeah. That was all <laughs> the, the hairstylists and makeup yep. artists That's right. in Georgia and just giving a big sigh owners. of relief. Yeah. And all the small business yeah. owners knowing that, again, that part of us, we're, we're covered. And if something were to happen, if somebody did decide to sue, at least we know who to call. Right. So I'm going to give you the floor that. while we're wrapping up here. Tell everyone listening how they can find you. Oh, gosh. Okay, well, you can follow us on all social. It's at the Green Room Agency. My personal is Nisa G, which I also post a lot of fun behind-the-scenes stuff. That's N-Y-S-S-A-G. And um, thegreenroomagency.com, our phone number, if you need to call and book us, 678-772-5088. I represent some of the best artists in our state. And you're safe with them. You're going to get a great look. You're going to get exactly what you want. So it's worth the call. As soon as everybody's all coronaed out, call us. That's right. And Lita, you and I both can attest to her um, abilities. Oh, absolutely. She's done work on both of them. Well, you know, what we do say in the Green Room Agency, it's not hard to take 10s to 12s. (laughs) (laughs) But we will work with a 6. You know. And you said that looking at me, right? No, 10s to 12s, I'm saying. But yeah, this is, thank you so very much. I appreciate this so much because this is also something that small business owners need. We need to be able to say that we're open that we're able to work and that we want to work and that we are here and ready. So thank you for this opportunity. Well, thank you for your time I and coming in and, and onto the show and Yay. being our first guest thank today. Thank you. This yes. was so much fun. I appreciate this. All right. Well, Derek, thank you again, as always, for your insight and your wisdom. And we've already told everyone on the show how they can find you. So I'm going to close us out here. Thank you so much for joining us on Injury Insider with Derek Hayes, presented by Status Home Design and the Law Office of Derek M. Hayes. Don't forget that you can enjoy any of our episodes by visiting businessradiox.com, selecting the Gwinnett Studio, and then clicking on Injury Insider with Derek Hayes. This program is also available on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, for Derek Hayes, I'm Lita Brooks, and you've been listening to Injury Insider on Business Radio X. 